This is FemPower Health. Each week, top women's health experts dispel fact from fiction. The most important pelvic floor exercise is not the Kegel. Challenge the status quo. It's It's never easy to challenge the accepted leaders, and especially if you're a woman. Provide perspective on why your healthcare journey may be so tough. All of that fear and worry, it all upregulates our nervous system, puts us into fight or flight mode, and increases our pain sensitivity. And what you can do about it. The number one thing is you have to advocate for yourself, and you have to be prepared. Your journey to get empowered starts now. 87% of women have turned down receiving oral sex when they really wanted to say yes. And so to me, this is such a surprise if you also look at the fact that oral sex can be so pleasurable and can be so much more likely to lead to orgasm than intercourse. So when I came across this information, it made me realize that essentially creating the opportunity for more women to receive oral sex could increase the overall orgasms that women are experiencing in their sex lives and in their relationships, and therefore overall increase their happiness, increase their relationship satisfaction, and all of these other things. Welcome to FemPower Health. Georgie here. Sexual wellness is so important to the foundation of our health. So I am pleased to bring to you lawyer turned founder, Melanie Crystal. And after a frustrating experience on her honeymoon, she decided to help all of us love oral always, even if you're dealing with an STI or other uncomfortable situations. And her company is called laurels. And if you are interested in hearing from more experts around sexual wellness, be sure to check out the FemPower Health Spotify podcast playlist to hear some of these other episodes. So let's hear from Melanie. So thank you so much, Melanie, for joining the FemPower Health podcast. And I'd love to hear more about your background and how you came up with the concept for laurels. Yeah, thanks so much, Georgie, for having me on the podcast. Really excited to be here. Uh, so my, my laurels journey began uh, about probably 20 years ago when I was uh, in college and I worked as a peer sex educator. Um, and we taught folks about condoms and we taught, taught folks about dental dams and, you know, STDs and sexual health and pregnancy and all of those kinds of things. And, um, you know, I just mentioned we talked about dental dams, but that product did not get a very good reception when we talked about it. People said, wait a minute, what? It's called a dental dam. What is that? I've never heard of that. And then I explained that, you know, it's essentially a uh, a rectangle shaped piece of ultra thin latex that you hold in place uh, during cunnilingus. And people said, wait a minute, you hold it in place? What? Like, and I, you know, have to awkwardly show, yes, you hold it with two hands. Be careful to not move it. Don't turn it over because if you turn it over, you're defeating the purpose and potentially passing along STDs. Essentially, the product was kind of a laughingstock. And while I appreciate it that dental dams existed and were, you know, a pretty decent product for STD protection during oral, I understood everybody's concerns with them. And I 
empathized with the idea of, wow, you really have to hold it in place throughout all of oral sex. That is something that's never asked of products like condoms. Back then, I kind of thought to myself, it's good that dental dams exist, but it's really too bad that the product hasn't had more um, you know, consumer interest and hasn't had more people using it because STDs can get transferred via oral sex. I just thought that there was probably something lacking with the product rather than something lacking with people's willingness to promote safety for themselves and their partners. So then over time, I found myself using dental dams and really thinking to myself, there is something that's lacking about the product. I would find that my partners and I would have to use multiple of them in one go because basically it would turn over or would get loose and go inside your nostrils or inside your mouth if you're a giver. It just wasn't a very pleasant user experience. And so then over time, I went to law school, I became a lawyer, and I was working for several years uh, as a lawyer in the consumer products and healthcare space. And I got married and I went on my honeymoon. And, you know, unfortunately, at the time, because of the stress of the wedding, I had an STI that was presenting itself. And so here we were on our honeymoon and we couldn't comfortably have oral sex. And so we thought to ourselves, you know, should we try to find a dental dam? But realistically, we knew it was very unlikely that we would be able to purchase one. Um, you know, they're hardly sold in drugstores in the United States, much less, you know, resort towns on, you know, coastal resort towns. Then we also thought to ourselves, even if we could get a dental dam for this encounter, this isn't really what we want to use. Like, you know, we want to use something that to me makes me feel good about myself and confident and not like I'm holding up this scarlet letter in front of my body. I wanted to use a product that was created with my own body in mind. My, my then wife wanted to be able to use a, a product that, you know, wouldn't go up inside her nostrils and inside of her mouth. And we really felt if the dental dam is not, is not a good enough product for our honeymoon, it also shouldn't be a good enough product for people's day-to-day -day lives. There really needed to be something out there that protected against STIs but that also helped people feel confident and good about themselves. So that was when I had my aha moment. What if the dental dam were sexy lingerie? And I thought about it for a while and eventually decided to quit my law job to start a company that made those products. So you've created this product and I'd love to learn more about this, this data around the orgasm gap, because clearly, you know, there's a specific need you're, you're, taking into account, which is replacing dental dams, so to speak. But there seems to be a bigger picture here, which is this orgasm gap. So tell us about the data that you had uncovered about this. As a, a queer woman, I have always loved the importance of activities that I think straight folks often consider to be foreplay women and people with vulvas who engage in queer sex have a lot of fun in their sex lives. They feel very fulfilled. Uh, they have long drawn out sexual encounters and um, often have multiple orgasms within each 
uh, session. And I think that it's a really celebratory and lovely way for two people to connect when they are having the kind of sex that requires a giver to focus on a receiver. I think that one thing that's really interesting about vaginal intercourse is that both people are kind of giving and receiving at the same time. And that can often feel really, truly amazing. And, you know, intercourse absolutely leads women and people with vulvas to have a lot of intimate pleasure. But when it comes to activities like cunnilingus, analingus, fingering, the kinds of things that are often very much more part of the equation in queer relationships, there's often a lot more ability as a receiver to focus on how amazing those sensations are and to really allow yourself to be taken over by the feeling of somebody performing intimacy for your benefit. I truly believe in the ability of oral sex to increase people's mood, increase their self-esteem, increase their happiness uh, overall, and then also increase their happiness in their relationship. And the statistics uh, and the science shows that there are substantial correlations between the frequency of oral sex and the frequency of orgasms, and then also the frequency of orgasms and these benefits that I just mentioned. So another thing that science has shown is that oral sex is three times more likely to lead a woman to have an orgasm than intercourse is. And I believe it's for all of those reasons that I just mentioned. You're truly able to focus on the feelings that you are feeling. You're receiving more clitoral stimulation. You are basically having more focus on the parts of your body that increase the physical sensations that you're feeling. Um, and so the science does say that, that you're three times more likely to have an orgasm um, if you are experiencing oral sex. And to me, that's a really amazing thing. So another thing that I think is really remarkable about the research that Laurels has done, as well as research that other folks have done um, and other you know, scientific institutions have done regarding orgasms and regarding oral sex is that 87% of women have turned down receiving oral sex when they really wanted to say yes. And so to me, this is such a surprise if you also look at the fact that oral sex can be so pleasurable and can be so much more likely to lead to orgasm than intercourse. So when I came across this information, it made me realize that essentially creating the opportunity for more women to receive oral sex could increase the overall orgasms that women are experiencing in their sex lives and in their relationships, and therefore overall increase their happiness, increase their relationship satisfaction, and all of these other things. So while I had thought of creating silky latex undies for STI protection, I now realized, huh, what if these undies could help people have more oral sex than they're currently having, regardless of whether they're concerned about STIs or not? There are so many other reasons that women turn down oral when they actually are interested in receiving it. And it appeared that laurels would be able to facilitate 
all of those kinds of interactions for them. Tell us more about what some of these reasons might be that that women turn it down. And I think this is really important because as a podcast interviewer, like I know of various topics to cover based on research that I do, but a lot of times it's women coming to me with a question and I'm like, I don't know the answer. And so I think it's really important because someone listening might be, oh my gosh, that's a reason I have. I didn't know that was normal. I didn't know that there's a solution that I have for it. A happy sex life is so important and there is so much shame and we're not, you know, a lot of times we're scared to talk about these things. And so, so tell us what you're seeing in your data and your research and what the consumers who are using laurels are saying about the fears that they've had and how it's been able to help them overcome it. Yes, absolutely. And I also would love to just briefly introduce what laurels are. They're silky, ultra thin, natural rubber latex undies made of condom grade latex. And rather than looking like condoms or looking like thick latex garments that you might see in fashion, like, you know, with Katy Perry or Kim Kardashian, laurels actually look like silk lingerie. Um, we designed them so that they would basically look like an item that you could find in a store like Victoria's Secret. Uh, laurels come in a bikini style and then also in a shorty style. The bikini style is lower coverage and shorty style is fuller coverage. And you're essentially able to slip on laurels before you engage in oral sex, um, oral vaginal sex or oral anal sex. And you're able to feel all of the sensations of that experience through this lingerie that's specifically designed for that purpose. Um, so people will use laurels for a variety of reasons. Uh, they will use laurels for STI protection during oral, but then also in addition to that, people sometimes will wear laurels just as sexy lingerie to add to the bedroom. Uh, they also will wear laurels if they are on their period and they are really interested in oral vaginal sex, but they're concerned about mess. People will, will, will wear laurels if their partner has a scratchy beard and it physically hurts to receive oral sex when there is skin-to-skin -skin contact. Uh, people will wear laurels if they're interested in rimming, which is you know oral anal sex. And um, people have really found, especially over the last few years, as, uh, as penile va uh, anal sex has increased in popularity, that there really is a lot of pleasure that can be associated with butt stuff. And a lot of people are really interested in trying those things and experiencing those sensations, but they don't really wanna think about the repercussions of that. And so laurels are a way to be able to have oral anal sex through an ultra thin barrier so that the receiver can feel all of the sensations, but not have to worry about those repercussions. Another reason people will use laurels is if they've experienced trauma in the past and having somebody up close and personal um, with the visual, visual of their genitals is just too much for them. It's too intense. And so laurels are an opaque barrier that allows you to feel all of those great feelings, receive that gift that your partner is giving to you, but without having to think about their face having this close contact with their genitals. People also use laurels um, 
if they have hypersensitivity in their clitoris or their vulva. A lot of folks love the sensation of oral, but it's just a little bit too much. And since there are 8,000 nerve endings in the clitoris, decreasing the sensation to just a few of those can make the difference between a pleasurable experience and is pleasurable and is too much. So essentially for all of these reasons, people use laurels to be able to say yes to oral sex when they would otherwise say no. And for those who are listening and are you know, still having a lot of questions about their um, sexual health and what makes them happy and things like that, I've done so many episodes with interviews um, I've uh, interviewed Dr. Kat Meyer. She is Sex Love Yoga on Instagram. I also interviewed Dr. Rachel Rubin. Um, she talked about orgasm from a medical perspective. So just a lot of really interesting guests just helping uh, educate us around the different aspects on how we can be a lot more comfortable. Um, so if anyone has more questions about that, definitely refer to, to those episodes. So you also have um, FDA clearance now for one of your products. So tell us about, because I think you have three different products at this point. So maybe you could tell us the difference about each of those and the FDA clearance products specifically. Sure. Um, so our products are Laurels for Protection, which is our product that's FDA cleared for STI protection, uh, Laurels for Comfort, which are silky latex undies that help you feel more confident and more comfortable during oral sex, and laurels for pleasure, which are ultra-thin latex undies for lingerie, for playtime, for kinky fun, uh, and for being able to experience the cool sensations of latex lingerie. And all of these products are essentially quite similar the differences are in the reasons that people are interested in using the product. Um, and so we have really listened to our consumers and we know that there are these three main reasons that people are interested in using laurels. And so when somebody comes to our site, we want them to be able to see the reasons that laurels can benefit them for the reason that they're coming to the site. We also want them to be able to see the reviews that are relevant for uh, their reasons for using the product. Um, but in terms of the FDA clearance, um, laurels for protection have been in my mind since the very beginning. And our goal has really always been to reinvent the dental dam to create a version of the product that slips on and is easy to use and you put it on and you're able to forget that it's there and just enjoy fun, intimate activity without having to worry about STIs. So that had been our goal from the beginning. Uh, but the FDA clearance process is a long process. It also you know, involves a substantial amount of capital and it involves a lot of time on the part of our factory and the consultants that we hire who are PhDs um, in a variety of different fields um, who basically create the FDA application and then work with the FDA to ensure that the product meets all of the FDA's standards. We had to show that the product had certain physical properties. It had to be a certain thickness, but you know, not too thin and not too thick. It also can't have very much variation in thickness throughout the product. And that 
took a lot of engineering time to figure out exactly how to do. A, a product that is this thin with this much surface area had never been made out of natural rubber latex before. So we had to figure out how to do that and how to make the surface area even throughout. Then in addition to that, the product needed to be biocompatible. And so there were several lab tests that had to be conducted on the product to ensure um, that it wasn't sensitizing, that it wasn't irritating, um, and some other biocompatibility tests had to be conducted as well. And on April 22nd, uh, the FDA uh, announced that laurels had been FDA cleared. They are the first FDA cleared underwear item and only the second FDA cleared item that exists for oral anal sex. That's awesome. Congratulations. So a couple of questions there. So one is, you know, I'm, I'm in the biopharmaceutical industry during the day and um, I've worked on the clinical side of the business and on the commercial side or the marketing side. And, you know, you hear in the, uh, the media um, with consumers, oh, well, you know, when it's a certain class of device, in this case, it was a medium risk regulatory uh, category class two for special controls. And yes, I did look that up to make sure. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, some say, oh, well, it's not the same. They don't have to do double blind um, clinical trials. And the way that it's done, how do you know if the product is really good? And based on what you're explaining, you did have to go through quite a rigorous process. So I don't know if you can address um, if people are still not convinced based on your detailed explanation, um, what you might want to say to them of those who might be like, well, but the way you have to do that, it's so easy to get FDA approval. I want to address the point um, about FDA clearance versus FDA approval. So all new condoms and all new dental dams go through the clearance process and not the approval process. The one exception is female condoms. Um, and the reason why is because female condoms are classified as class three instead of as class two. But basically women are very limited in their female condom options because it is so much more difficult for a female condom to go through an FDA process than it is for a male condom. Um, but if you take a look on the FDA's website, you'll see 317 condoms in the list of clearances, but only a handful in the approvals. And that's because female condoms are approved, male condoms and dental dams are cleared. Some confusion does arise because many press sources are unaware of the distinction and will often say approved, even though something is actually cleared. Um, and again, approval means the longer and more detailed process that is usually required for class three devices. And clearance is a shorter process, but involves a significant amount of FDA oversight. Actually, many press sources said that laurels were FDA approved, despite the fact that our the website only used the word cleared, and also despite our best efforts request corrections from all of these outlets. But rest assured, because the FDA clearance process is actually quite stringent, cleared products must show that they meet all of the requirements of the FDA, and sometimes the requirements of international standards as well. Companies must test their products thoroughly using independent labs and submit those results, results which are then 
microscopically combed through by the FDA and questioned in detail, often with many additional results required to be submitted. So the process is not a rubber stamp, um, which is why it's taken our company several years to reach this important and exciting milestone. And so we launched our product um, in, in 2018. Essentially, it was laurels for pleasure and laurels for comfort as a product that is basically a sex toy, something yeah. that adds excitement to the bedroom, that facilitates intimacy that wouldn't otherwise happen, that helps people say yes to intimacy when they're otherwise concerned about mess or about um, sensitivity issues or sensory issues. And so it's been great to have that product on the market in the meantime, because we've been able to show that a latex barrier during oral doesn't need to just be up for STI protection. It can be for all of these other reasons and all of these other ways that laurels are used overall increase the amount of oral sex that is happening in the world. And we see that as an overall good thing. No, absolutely. And I, I, again, I commend you for, you know, using your experiences and knowledge to say, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. And you did the right step-by-step approach. But now when you did create laurels, there came, uh, and this has been in the news a ton where anything that has to do with sexual health, it's been a challenge to advertise and create awareness. So talk to us about that journey. Well, it's been interesting because we have heard that mantra for quite a long time and have consequently not really dipped our toe into the world of online advertising until recently. But honestly, we didn't give it our whole heart and soul when we tried in the past because we had been told so often, you know, you're a sexual wellness company, you're not going to be able to advertise on Google or Facebook or Instagram. And then A few months ago, we decided, you know, it really is time. We have grown our customer base so much and we know how we really understand our consumers and we know how to find people who could potentially be benefited from this project, from this product. So we really need to give this our all and try to advertise. And we have been having a ton of success. It has not been nearly as hard as we expected. We're working with a really great digital advertising agency. We do get some of our ads blocked, absolutely. But when that happens, our digital agency finds new ways of saying the things that we said in the blocked ad. And we've been able to get a ton of ads posted. We're actually having um, an over three times return on ad spend. And that is a really strong number for a company in the sexual wellness industry. Usually uh, people expect to get between a one and a 1.5 X return on ad spend. Um, So that's only three months into doing this. Um, We are not having the issues that we anticipated having. And we're actually finding that we're able to reach so many customers and Um, share about them that laurels can improve and help their sex lives. That's awesome. Congratulations. And so uh, for any founders in the sexual wellness space, 
um, maybe you could like Claire wrote a, a blog about um, her success with fundraising. Maybe you could talk about the tips for successfully yeah, advertising sexual wellness products. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm happy to talk to other founders in this space and I do frequently. Um, but another thing that has been really, really wonderful for us is TikTok. So again, we were told in the beginning you know, TikTok isn't really going to work that well for you. All of your TikToks are going to be taken down. You know, there's so much censorship on the platform. It's such a learning curve. I mean, really, the reason that we started TikTok was because, especially during the pandemic, I was such an enormous fan of TikTok. It brought me so much joy at these times where, you know, I was feeling so incredibly socially isolated. So I just fell in love with the platform over the course of about a year. And then I decided to bring on a director of marketing who had a lot of experience in TikTok. And over the course of last year, of the last year, we've grown to from zero to 115,000 followers at this point. Um, we have many uh, TikToks that have gone viral multiple times over, many millions of views. And uh, followers who are just so incredibly passionate and excited about what we're doing. They're engaged, they're commenting and, you know, sharing our content. And TikTok has been truly, truly amazing for us. Um, and it was hard at first because we did get a lot of our content uh, taken down. And that's incredibly discouraging. You put many hours of work into creating a piece of video content, you're usually really proud of something right before you post it. And then it gets taken down and there's no explanation and there's, you know, no way to recover it. We've now learned that we need to be very careful about recording our, our videos uh, on our phones before we upload them. We've also learned the types of words that we shouldn't use, the types of ways to describe the product that we should not use. And overall, we've gone from probably having half of our videos taken down to maybe, I don't know, one out of every 15. And it's also just been a really great way to share laurels with people around the world. FemPower Health is pleased to partner with the upcoming FemTech and Consumer Innovation Summit. The summit is the latest deep dive event, part of the Women's Health Innovation Series, looking to tackle this growing sector of women's health, having had continental success in driving innovation, investment, research, and partnerships in traditional women's health care by bringing together critical stakeholders. Join us in New York on June 7th and 8th as we channel this success into the consumer sector of women's health. Visit www.femtechconsumerinnovation.com to view the superstar speaker lineup and enter code FEMPOWER15 for 15% off your ticket. Hope to see you there. So tell us about the in the moment part. So, you know, I know on your FAQ, you said, um, you know, it's just like when you have to slip on a condom, but there may be people who, let's face it, don't want to put the condom on because it messes up being in the moment. And so I would love to hear, you know, just words of wisdom that you could share with people um, so that they're not fearful of still getting what they want. Because, you know, imagine now this is about accepting pleasure, which so many of us have a hard time with. So now we're supposed to pause and say, hold on a second, let me, you know, get my safety net on, so to speak. Um, so tell us more about how um, your consumers have expressed being able to potentially overcome 
that extra step to receiving something many of us may be afraid to do. Yes, and I and I think that there's two steps of the receiving interaction. The first one is mentioning laurels to your partner and bringing them up in the first place before they're even purchased. This usually happens, you know, outside of of intimacy and we actually recently posted a blog article about how to talk to your partner about laurels and it goes through many different circumstances of uh, you know, whether you're, you are single or in a long-term relationship, whether you're using laurels for STI protection or for comfort reasons or for other reasons. Um, and then, you know, who is feeling uncomfortable in the equation? Is it the giver or the receiver? And we basically create or help you through with different conversations about how to bring laurels up in all of those different circumstances. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. But the overarching piece of advice um, that you know, we believe it works in basically every circumstance is to find a piece of content about laurels, whether it's one of our TikToks or whether it is the New York Times article about yes, receiving FDA clearance or basically any piece of press or social media, and then share it with your partner and say something along the lines of, this is interesting and we recommend that phrase rather than saying, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this or like, wow, this is so amazing. Because if you say something like, isn't like, this is interesting, then it can create a conversation and give both you and your partner the time to think about it and to respond and to discuss whether you think it's a good idea to bring laurels into your intimate lives. So once you've had that initial conversation and you've decided that you want to bring laurels into your intimate life, like there are many different ways that you can integrate them in the actual activity. Uh, one way is that since laurels are super hot and really fun and sexy lingerie, you can slip them on before the intimate activity, just like you would with sexy lingerie and show them off and feel really great about them. And one thing that's really special and exciting about laurels is their lingerie that you can have oral sex through, uh, which is not really the case with a lot of lingerie that you're otherwise utilizing. So that's a perfectly wonderful way to integrate laurels into your activities. Just put them on either you know, in your bedroom or in your living room, wherever you're having the fun or slip into the bathroom and say, hang on, I'm going to slip on something fun for us. Uh, another way is once you are in the moment and you're interacting, it looks like oral sex is about to happen. Then we recommend keeping laurels in your bedside table, just like you would with condoms. Uh, you rip open the pouch and them out they unfold very easily and you're able to slip them on just like regular underwear you know it's totally um great to do it in the that in the moment instead of necessarily putting them on beforehand uh but either way works and especially if you've already had the conversation with your partner about laurels before the sexual interaction happens then you both are going to be ready and you're going to be excited to experience this new thing together. That's awesome. So what might be the most, I don't know, heartwarming, touching, unique story 
of a consumer who's used laurels and how it's changed their life. Yeah, there are a lot of those. One that immediately comes to mind was a woman in her 70s who reached out to me and said, thank you so much for creating this product. I have not received oral sex in my entire life. And because of your product, I was able to experience those sensations for the first time. It felt absolutely amazing. And it's now something that I want to be part of my sex life all the time. And mm -hmm. I don't think I ever would have had the courage to do that if it weren't for this thin little barrier that really helped me be able to say yes. So that was, wow. that, that was one story that was really meaningful. Another story um, also really meaningful, and it's actually detailed in the New York Times article, um, was a woman who reached out to me who her fiance had oral cancer. And because of the cancer that he had, it was difficult for him to perform oral sex. And he had a lot of insecurities about his ability to perform. The liquids that he felt were like extremely uncomfortable and confusing to him because his mouth just overall felt different than it had in the past. But yet he loved performing oral sex in the past and really wanted to be able to please his fiance in this way. And so it was really only with laurels that they were able to engage in oral sex in a way that they hadn't been able to um, since his cancer had begun. And she was incredibly grateful and basically said that, you know, laurels had changed their sex life and also had changed um, their relationship because they were able to engage in this activity that truly meant so much to both of them. We've, we've also heard from um, folks who are transgender, who um, have gender dysphoria and would prefer that their partner not have direct contact with their genitals because um, often when you have gender dysphoria, you don't want to associate your, your genitals with your body. And so with laurels, you're really able to separate the parts that are there from the sensations that you're feeling. And so we've heard from trans folks and their partners that they're so happy that they're able to engage in oral sex when they hadn't been otherwise. Um, so those, those are just a few of the extremely heartwarming stories. But every day I hear from people who say that laurels have changed their lives and that they're so excited that they get to have this wonderful new activity that really hadn't been part of their lives for such a long time. So it's a really rewarding career. And I'm so glad that this is what I'm doing with my life. Is there anything else that you would like the listeners to, to hear? I mean, we've talked about what your innovation is, how it's trans transformed people's lives. I mean, any messages you'd like us to take away? Yeah, I mean, I would say that the takeaway message is to try to talk more with your partner about sex at times that you're not having sex. And um, one of the things that I do truly about truly love about laurels is they lead to a lot of communication in the relationship. Um, because in order to bring laurels into the relationship, you often have to have a, a conversation with your partner about your sex life and ways that you'd like it to improve and change um, and new, ex new feelings that you would like to experience. And 
having a conversation about all of those feelings and sensations and activities, whether it involves laurels or oral sex or not, is very likely to lead you to have an increased amount of happiness, um, an increased amount of relationship satisfaction. And sex improves your mood. It improves your literal life expectancy. Um, so I would recommend trying to have conversations like this um, on a frequent basis to really try to talk about what feels good so that when you're in the moment and you're engaging in intimacy, you're trying new things and you're opening your mind and expanding your repertoire uh, and hopefully bringing more oral and foreplay and fingering and rinning and all of those fun things into the equation. So thank you so much for the innovation that you have created and for bringing conversations about oral sex into um, people's lives. And, and truly, truly thank you. It's clear that you've made transformation in uh, the happiness of humans. So thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. It was wonderful chatting with you. Thank you for tuning in to this discussion on the FemPower Health podcast. You can refer to the show notes for links to information that is referred to in this episode. And if you like this episode and found it timely and valuable, please take a moment to tell a friend or a colleague about FemPower Health. And right after this episode is over, please think of one person who might find this episode helpful and tell them about it. And if your friend is new to podcasting, please show them how to subscribe to our show. And another way to support FemPower Health Podcast is to leave a review where you listen to podcasts. And as a reminder, the information shared by FemPower Health is not medical advice, but for information purposes to enable you to have more effective conversations with your doctor. Always talk to your doctor before making health-related decisions. Additionally, the views expressed by the FemPower Health podcast guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. See you next week. And that wraps up another empowering session here at the FemPower Health Podcast. Now, before you dash off, I've got a quick, exciting invitation for you. Please join our vibrant community by subscribing to our weekly newsletter, because it's really your frontline update on groundbreaking women's health research, the latest health-enhancing products, fun quizzes to boost your health IQ, and unique discoveries that you won't want to miss. All of this delivered straight to your inbox, cutting through the noise of social media algorithms. Love today's insights? Show your support by rating and reviewing our podcast. Your feedback is more than just a pat on our backs here at FemPower Health. It lights the way for others seeking guidance and community in their health journey, amplifying the voices that need to be heard. And for a deeper dive into today's topics, check out the show notes and explore our website at fempower-health.com. 
our site is a treasure trove of knowledge neatly categorized by topics of interest and life stages, ensuring you find exactly what you need to empower your health journey. And your voice matters to us deeply. Whether you have a question, a story to share, or feedback on our episodes, reach out directly at info at fempower-health.com, drop us a message on social media, or hit reply on any newsletter. Your insights inspire our conversations. And a quick note, the knowledge we share is here to embolden you in discussions with your healthcare provider. It's not medical advice. Always consult with your doctor for health decisions. And remember, the diverse perspectives of our guests reflect their individual journeys, and it's not an endorsement by FemPower Health. Here's to empowering your health journey one episode at a time, and I'll see you on the next FemPower Health podcast episode.